Welcome to the Happy Valley Baptist Church Sermons Podcast. We're so glad that you've decided to listen to the message that God has brought through Brother Gary this week. The sermon was recorded on Sunday, March 5th, 2017, and released on Sunday, December 20th, 2020. This week's message is titled, Two Sinners at Church, and the scripture reference is Luke, chapter 18, verses 10 through 14. My prayer is that this message is a blessing to you. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the sermon. The Lord sent me this song in 1999. That's when they shut down Duval, which was later called Western Egg. And uh, they, shut it, they shut us down, and uh, IMC took over. But anyway, um, a lot of the guys were hurt because they didn't have enough uh, time in. And they weren't old enough or whatever, you know, and they, they needed to find another job. But me, I had enough years in there plus my age. I came out all right. And I thank God for that. And because uh, he really had his hand in that for me. I was going through cancer uh, chemo treatment at the time, and I didn't feel like going out looking for another job. <laughs> you know, if you're taking chemo, you just don't feel very well. But Anyway, uh, and so he blessed me with, with the time I had in there and my age, you know, uh, the, that my retirement uh, turned out pretty good for me. But anyway, so uh, I, I owe him everything. And now, even the, even the very air I breathe, you know, he gives us that air to breathe. You know, we owe him everything. And this is what this song is kind of about. It's a personal testimony. You say, and and this is the first time that these these people right here did it once this morning for practice. That was all. So <laughs> they pick up this they picked this up pretty good. Okay, this is called "I Owe It All to You." Well, I like this life I'm living, Lord, and I owe it all to you. I never get bored of sitting around, there's always something to do. I got a honeydew list a mile long that she keeps adding to. I like this life I'm living, Lord, and I owe it all to you. Well, I can take a break when I want to, that's what I think I heard. Or if I get tired, I'll take a nap and no one says a word. That job I was doing will have to wait till I can take a snooze. I like this life I'm living, Lord, and I owe it all to you. Yeah, I like this life I'm living, Lord, and I owe it all to you. I never get bored of sitting around, there's always something to do. I've got a honeydew list a mile long, she keeps adding to. I like this life I'm living, Lord, and I owe it all to you. Well, I wake up in the morning, Lord, whenever you open my eyes. 
And I thank you for a brand new day I'm so glad to be alive Well I check my list and plan each day With all those honeydews I like this life I'm a living Lord And I owe it all to you Yeah I like this life I'm living Lord And I owe it all to you I never get bored just sitting around Cause there's always something to do I got a honeydew list a mile long That she keeps adding to I like this list I'm living Lord I owe it all to you Yeah I like this life I'm a living Lord And I owe it all to you Thank you, that's a beautiful song. Our message today is Two Sinners at Church. Luke chapter 18, verse number 10. Two men went up into the temple to pray, the one a Pharisee and the other a publican. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank thee that I am not as other men are, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this publican. I fast twice in the week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And the publican, standing afar off, would not lift up so much as his eyes unto heaven, but smote upon his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For every one that exalteth himself shall be abased, and he that humbleth himself shall be exalted. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your precious word. We thank you for the instruction it gives us for life, Father. We pray, Lord, now that the word will not fall on deaf ears. We pray, Lord, that people will hear your message today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. First of all, to tell you about who our characters are. The Pharisee. The Pharisee is a very religious person. The Pharisee is an educated person, along with the Sadducees, making up the Sanhedrin court. Uh, they were expert on the Jewish laws. Now, on the other hand, the publican, and I'm not saying Republican folks, it's a publican, is <laughs> a Jewish person that was a tax collector working for the Roman government. This time, uh, the Jewish nation was uh, controlled by uh, Rome, and so it was, uh, he was in a hated position. People did not care for the publicans whatsoever. Well, this parable of the Pharisee and the publican is a story of two great sinners, actually. One knew that he was a sinner and acknowledged it before God and asked for God's mercy. The other knew not that he was a sinner and boasted of his righteousness. It is the story of a good man who went to hell and a bad man who went to heaven. In our story today, we see two men going to the temple. One goes to the front of the church and prays loudly, Lord, I thank thee that I'm not as the other men. I do all these things that are good, 
and I do not do anything that is bad. The other man felt so sinful and needy, he wouldn't even enter the temple. He stood afar off outside the door and smote upon his breast and cried out to God saying, Lord, be merciful to me, a sinner. We see two different attitudes here, don't we? One is boasting of himself and the other is pouring out his heart to God. One man saw his great need and the other man saw his great self. One man put himself on a pedestal. The other in humility cried out for mercy. The time came when church was out and these two men went to their homes. One walked pompously on his way, wrapped up in his own importance and self-righteousness. The other went home thanking God, rejoicing that God had forgiven him of his sin and that he had a heart full of peace. Let's look first of all at the Pharisee at the, at the church. Notice when he prayed, he prayed with himself. He did not pray to God. He was boasting of his good works. He was proud of himself. He was showing off before everybody in church. You know, in the story where Peter walked on the water and he started to sink when he took his eyes off Jesus, he cried out to the Lord, Lord, save me. It wasn't a prayer for looks in front of the other disciples. It wasn't a prayer uh, to show off. He needed help. He was sinking. And Jesus Christ helped him. He pulled him out of the water. There's a story of a, a man one time who had this dream. And in this dream, he was going to the church for whatever reason, right at the end of the church. And the janitor was getting cleaned up and ready to close the do doors. We went into the church building there and up at the ceiling there were birds fluttering around near the ceiling. And, and he asked the janitor, what are, what are these birds flying around up there? The janitor kind of smiled and said, well, these are some prayers that were said today. Unfortunately, they were just merely words. And they never left the church building. The Pharisee's prayer was mere words also. And you know what? In our hurried up life sometimes, if we're not careful, our prayers are merely words also. We have to be careful of that, folks. The Pharisee, he boasted of his morality. The Pharisee said his life was clean. He was a good person. It is good to live a clean life, folks. Not discouraging that whatsoever. But purity will not save you. Many are building their hope on getting into heaven on the way they live. And that, unfortunately, has absolutely nothing to do whether you enter heaven or hell. It is what you do with Jesus Christ that determines your location. Many people are building their hope on getting to heaven like this. You know, they're looking for... Uh, Guys look for a girl that don't cuss, don't chew, or go with the girls that do. They don't go to the movies. They won't dance. They won't even eat in a restaurant where they serve alcoholic beverages. 
You know, if you did that this day and time, you wouldn't eat. Because they all do. If your hope is built on a pure life, unfortunately, folks, you're going to hell. He boasted of his purity, of his business honesty. And unfortunately, folks, there are liars and there are cheats and there are thieves in the business world that we have to protect ourselves against. You'll find people in the business world that'll bring up, they'll run up lots of bills to a, a for instance, a, a painter that paints uh, houses that goes down to the paint store and charges thousands of dollars worth of paint. He paints the houses and gets paid his thousands of dollars, but then he don't ever go to the paint store and pay the, the debt off for the paint. We have people in business like this all over the place. Bosses sometimes treat their employees terrible, like they're not even a human being. Men and women ought to be honest in business. I agree that you should be honest. I built my business when I was a businessman on integrity. I, my, my Logan was, I want to treat my customers the same way I want to be treated. And I believe that with all my heart. But honesty will not save you, folks. It will not save you. Only Jesus Christ will save you. He boasted of his religious life. This Pharisee, he prayed. He read his Bible. He fasted. He said he fasted twice a week. He went to church. But unfortunately, these things were just ceremonies for the Pharisees. He did not mean them. Being religious will not save you. I want you here in church. I want to see you every Sunday. But if that's what you're counting on to get you to heaven, you're not going. He boasted of his generosity. Said he tithed. We too should tithe. It's told, we're ordered in the Bible to do that. The Lord commands us to do so. But if you trust in giving money to the church to save you, you'll be lost forever. I had a businessman in town once at the first church I worked at as an associate. He'd send his grandkids to church and always send them with a big check. I never once saw him enter the church's doors, but he always had his money there. I don't know if he thought he was buying his salvation or what, but uh, it doesn't work. The Pharisee saw no flaws in himself whatsoever. He was good. Everyone else was bad. People see the splinter in their neighbor's eye, but not the plank in their own. They believe that when the preacher preaches, he's not preaching to them. There's a story about a Scottish man lived in a little village in Scotland. And there he wore this nice jacket that he really liked. And on the front of this jacket was just covered with these big old patches. Oh, it looked nice. It was wonderful. Uh, this was covered with these large uh, patches. And these patches represented the sins of all his neighbors. He saw what they did. He saw that it was evil. He saw that it was bad. He had one small patch on his back. That was his sin. And he couldn't even see it at all. He saw some flaws in others, but not himself. Now notice when the Pharisee left church, folks. When he left the church, he went away, away lost. He was not 
justified. The word justified means just as if I'd never sinned. Why? Why was he not justified? Well, he trusted in himself. He did not acknowledge himself as a sinner. And he did not cry out to the Lord for mercy. By nature, we're all sinners, folks. We can't help it. This is the way we're born. You may not be a great sinner, but without Christ, you're lost and on your way to hell. You may be a good man, but without Jesus, you have no hope. No hope at all. As long as you trust in yourself and do not admit you are a sinner and refuse to cry out to God for mercy for your sins, you are lost. Now let's look at the publican at church. He came to God humbly. He stood afar off. He wouldn't even enter the church doors. He boasted not of his goodness. God hates a proud heart. And God loves a humble heart. He came to God repenting. He felt the weight of his sin on his shoulders and in his heart. He was sorry for the sin he'd committed in his life. He was sorry for the life he was living as a publican. Why did he smote his breast and say, God be merciful to me, a sinner? It's because the sin was in his heart, folks. His sin against his mankind. We need to ask Jesus to give us a clean heart. He came to God confessing his sin. We must be willing to admit, folks, that we are a sinner. David, when he committed his great sins with Bathsheba and had Bathsheba's husband murdered and then their child conceived immorally died, he cried out to God, I have sinned. He admitted his sins. The prodigal son, when he returned home to his father, he had spent all his inheritance on sinful living, wild living. He come home broke, and the first thing he said to his father, I have sinned. No man can get to heaven until he has confessed that sin to God. Many will go to hell because they will not admit that they are a sinner. The publican leaving church he got ready to go home, he left a saved man. He was justified, just as if he had never sinned. He had salvation in his heart. Anyone who repents of his sin, confesses his sin, and cries out for mercy to our Lord and Savior, he or she will be saved. He set an example for all sinners. Can a sinner pray? Yes, a sinner can. But it's only one prayer. Only one prayer, and that is, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. This is a great story of two sinners at church. They both made a choice that day when they went to church. One left saved from his sin because he was repentant of his sins. The, uh, the Pharisee left unrepentant and on his way to hell. If you 
never asked Jesus into your heart, if I'm preaching today to anybody that has never asked Jesus into their heart, you will make a choice today before you leave. One, and the one I hope you make is when Terry and Roxanne come to lead us in invitation, you'll come asking for Jesus to come into your heart. Unfortunately, if you don't make that choice, you will go out the doors on your way to hell. So what is your choice today, folks? Is it heaven or is it hell? Let's pray. Our dear Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for all that you've done for us. We thank you for your precious blood that you shed on Calvary, that we might have salvation and be saved from our sins and spend eternity with you if we would only turn from our sin, confess the fact that we're a sinner, and ask you for mercy. Dear Lord, bless the invitation time now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I hope that you have enjoyed this podcast. To stay up to date on all the happenings at Happy Valley Baptist Church, you can go to facebook.com slash hvbcnm. That is facebook.com slash hvbcnm as in Happy Valley Baptist Church, New Mexico. To find additional podcast sermons, you can go to podcast.hvbcnm.org. We would also like to invite you to come worship with us if you are in the Carlsbad, New Mexico area. We are at 4103 West Texas Street in Carlsbad. Sunday school starts at 9.30 a.m. and Sunday morning service starts at 10.45 a.m. Thank you and God bless.